Hi. Welcome to Full Carts, a podcast about shopping experiences. Today we're going to be talking about the Lego store, a Lego store in Midtown Manhattan in Rockefeller Center. Part two of our kid-friendly shopping experience, Diptych. Devin, did you have Lego as a kid? Was it a big part of your kid toy experience? It was not a, I wouldn't say it's a big part of it. I definitely like got Lego sets for birthday parties or like birthday gifts and things like that. We'd build like Lego spaceship or things like that. But I didn't have kind of small or anything like small, so definitely the small ones. Even at that time, they were pretty expensive. The nice ones. It's like probably too much for to buy someone else's kid. Maybe buy it for your own kid. I, I wonder if birthday present, like, it'd be interesting to track, I guess you'd have to do it among different demographics, like yeah. what is a gift, normal gift amount. Yeah. Uh, I think now it's a cliche about, like, the pain of, like, stepping on a Lego, you know? I feel like that's, like, a cliche. It is. Yeah. Uh, but at that time, when I was a kid, I think it wasn't a cliche. Like, our parents, that those generations were, you know, they were in the trenches. They were discovering this and i think it was like i think it happened like i don't even know if it happened i think my i think i had marbles at some point and i think my my dad stepped on a marble and it was like some sort of excruciating situation and after that it was like legos came on the scene and i was like legos and i think he was just like these we will not have these in our (laughs) this household this will be a lego free area and i like this idea that the pain that parents felt when stepping on them it was something maybe it was a little bit more real it wasn't mediated you didn't like now when you step on a lego it's like oh there's this whole community that you become a part of there are all these tweets about it there are probably tiktoks and things like that so you have this context for it that maybe diminishes the pain aspect or if it's still the same pain at least you have company and a way of talking about it yeah perhaps you didn't before oh i have this is an idea that i've had back when i thought i would write a book i wanted a scene where there was like a group of dads and there was this fad maybe around the turn of the millennium a little before that of walking on hot coals right like this would be as part of this sort of guru self-improvement milieu yeah and I thought, oh, what about a bunch of dads? And they get this long like carpet of Lego pieces and then they would challenge each other to walk across it. And then once you cross, it would be like instead of walking across hot coals, you would walk across the Lego carpet and just each step would be filled with that particular pain. And then it would bring you to some kind of higher consciousness. But maybe I can just talk about that here instead of working up some entire movie script or novel that would have that. Right. <laughs> this is a pretty genius idea. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I also... Imagine had, getting that rejection letter. I feel like this novel was just nothing but a thinly veiled excuse to have this scene with the Lego carpet. They saw right through me. Absolutely. Similar. I definitely had some a few beloved like space Lego... One, one particular space Lego set. So when there was... A, did you see the Lego movie? I assume you did, but maybe I shouldn't assume anything. Which one? The first one. No, I didn't see You it. didn't or did? Did not. Really? Yeah. All right, well, pause. We'll be right back. We'll be right back, folks. I'm going to make Devin watch a Lego movie. 
right, it was good. So we won't talk about that too much. But there was a reference to the Lego Spaceman with the little space logo. Yeah. And I was just like, so that was one of those things in the movie. So I was like, oh my gosh, yes, I feel seen. And then there are t-shirts I see people wearing. I didn't know. So it's sort of one of those things that became a cult item. Like, oh, we have this shared toy. You couldn't be as into Lego because Lego wasn't as big before. It didn't have these co-brand, you know, it wasn't affiliated with the big Star Wars superhero kind of things. There just wasn't as much of it. So it wasn't as, couldn't be as dominant of a force. No, I feel like it was, uh, I definitely had a jealousy of, I had friends who were like, I feel like it was one of those things where you were the Lego person you weren't. And if you were, that was like your whole personality not, Interesting. not exactly, really okay like we they were definitely like I, had a, I knew a few people and they would have like a great big like toy chest full of like like you know were you so many that you could actually it fulfilled that promise of like you can build anything i could never do so, that so I it wasn't as like much sense ones. right like so it was just right. like you're just like blah and i feel like there was more of that yeah then, right? they so would have like a just a giant build. can they would have a giant like tub of mostly of bricks. Legos, of just of the bricks, yes. And so I never had that where I was like, I can just build anything. Like, you know, if you have a small amount of bricks, there's... <laughs> right, but in a way, maybe the limit can be helpful because otherwise that's too overwhelming if you have yeah. too many. Yeah, that's what my parents told me. But <laughs> you bought it. There was... Uh, so yeah, so now we're definitely in... Maybe Lego is huge, right? There... We talked about Nintendo last time, and there was, well, for us, it was just 10 minutes ago, but for you, who knows how long. There are only There's only one in the country, but there are nearly 100 Lego stores. This one in New York, I feel like they're a little bit bigger. You've got Lego Discovery Centers, which are stores, but more so have more like experiential aspects. And there's Legoland, the amusement park in Goshen, New York. I have some friends who have season passes. There are multiple shows, movies, things like that. You have Lego Dreams. You have Ninjago. Lego City, which I think I forced you to watch an episode, which is genuinely funny. Like, I feel like the shows are always... There are a bunch of superhero Lego shows that separate from movies that are always good. It's not cheap entertainment. Oh, have you seen Lego Masters, the Will Arnett, the reality show about I'm, Lego I'm, Masters? I haven't watched it, but I, I am aware of it. I've seen, like, clips of it. Okay, so you've got yeah, Will yeah. Arnett, Will Arnetting it up. And there's some exactly. funny, I've watched it with the kids. Although one thing I don't like about it is so the contestants get little Lego minifigs that look like them. Yeah. And then if you get kicked off, isn't right, but if you're eliminated from the competition, you have to turn in your minifig that looks like you. But it's like, what are they going to do with it? It just seems like an obvious parting gift and of such a special thing maybe afterward they give it back to them but you should get to keep the lego minivig that looks like you i don't know there's gonna be some cost to losing right but it shouldn't be that just the losing is enough of a cost anyway well we can continue this discussion off mic but it's a solid show one of the funny lines from it that i think of is what will i not says somebody talks about legos and he says there's no such word as legos so apparently there's lego bricks I've thought, oh, maybe this will be my thing that I correct people when they say Legos. <laughs> Legos. But <laughs> it's really not my, my a great path. Yeah. My thing is I'll correct people when they say that, you know, you know, in those game shows when they say, please pack your knives and leave, they actually get to keep the knives. That's well, just for the recording. They give them back. Well, maybe this is, yeah, yeah ties same, into the Lego yeah. minifigs. Okay. That will yeah. be my. We can so, correct people about these. 
Oh, you thought that was, you thought they had to actually pack them up? They just say that. That'll be my uh, shtick. Okay, so Lego movie worth watching. Lego Batman, I assume you've seen? Yes. Sure. Just say yes. You yes. have. You haven't? You have. Of course. Okay. No, I can't tell if you're just saying it to move things along. Well, I guess this is one of the mysteries of I haven't show. seen that. Ambiguity. I have played a little bit of the, I don't know, I think there's like a, the, the, the video game. Okay. And then there's a Harry Potter also. Like a Lego Batman video yeah. game. Yeah, there's so many Lego video games. So we ca- Like there's, we've got to be at peak Lego or past peak Lego. It's hard to imagine Lego being too much bigger. Like are they going to get as big as Disney or something? Like I don't know. Maybe it's a lack of my imagination, but it's hard to imagine there being more Lego saturation. Right. I agree. And we can talk about that when we talk about the store itself. I feel like one thing that really, for long t- for regular listeners of the show, you remember we went to the N- Nintendo store. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what, one, of the, one of the nice things about that store is like you feel like you're in Nintendo world. Everything's Nintendo. Lego, I feel like there is... They had a decision point where they're like, are you, are we all about like Lego world and everyone is in Lego world with our own characters and our own, uh, you know, we're in, uh, (laughs) there's a little interruption. Yeah. We'll just cut that out. I feel like Lego reached a point where they had to decide, are we going to make a, world where everything that exists here is like part of like our branded intellectual Lego property or are we going to, we just make the bricks and then we people license it or we do co, you know, co-branding to make like Marvel Lego stuff, DC Lego stuff, et cetera. And they sort of do both right now. And I don't know. It, to me, that's a little bit of a weird experience because it's okay. That's like a good. I hadn't even thought other. of it like that. Right. So it's like, am I at a Marvel store? Right. You're saying, or like a Star Wars store, or like a Lego? Because yes, it's there are very few like just like pure Lego bricks. The yellow boxes with classic bricks are almost hard to find. Yeah, like there are. They are there, but you have to almost you're like, oh yeah, I think they're in this dusty shelf back here. Yeah, I feel like they made their bet. It's hard to say, though, right? Because it's sort of like Lego is eating everything. Like you said, if this isn't peak Lego, what what would that look like? But it definitely going to at least this Lego store, it had more of the feel that their approach was, whatever you are into, you can find a Lego version here, and we will sell it to you. So if you are into Batman or like Marvel movies... Well, but there's... Yes, I wish... There were, but then when you say them, like, oh, there could be so many more, like, game show. Is there like a Wheel of Fortune Lego set? I don't know. How about a Jeopardy one? Like, then I'll just say I'm going to be thinking of actually everything. Like, everything. Like, oh, like each, there is a soccer stadium, but like, oh, like all the baseball stadiums. And like, like, then, yeah. So it's like everything within this limited idea of what everything contains. In terms of brands, though, yes, I know what you're describing is a more interesting world, but the actual world of it is like, if you're into a different brand, you can buy the Lego collaboration with that brand. Right. But even because if, of that is kind of like scattered. The experience of it is not like Lego world. It's like more scattered. That makes sense. So, right. So we'll talk about, we'll rewind to getting back to the store. So it's in the Rockefeller neighborhood. It's weird. It's like a complex, a building, a neighborhood. 
on Fifth Avenue, there was a line to get in. We had to wait. Not long. It was, I think, less than two minutes, perhaps. But yeah, like it was, the long. store is doing well on all these fronts, and people wanted to be in the store. It wasn't like you couldn't move, but we had to wait to get in. The line was short enough that it felt like one of those things where it was like, maybe it was just us. You know, like the bouncer was like, uh, we got to make these guys wait. Uh-huh, they're uh-huh. Not, we they're not cool yeah, they enough. don't seem yeah. dedicated enough to Lego mission. So, right, we get in after all the minutes. So it's two stories, nice crowd, kids and adults, definitely adults there by themselves. There's a big magic, sort of a magic tree showpiece. Like, so some big Lego sculptures when you get in. Like huge. Big tree here. Yeah, like floor-to-ceiling tree. Where, uh, where they're little, and I really like this idea where they're little viewers, like little dioramas, like a rainbow tree with a diorama of little mini Lego sets, and then also a circle around it with clear flooring where you could see a bunch of Lego little worlds underneath it. So there's Lego underneath the floor, which is cool. There was a Hulk a huge hulk on a bench and the bench was tilted and everybody's getting their picture taken on a tilted bench with hulk but i feel less because the pieces you know they're all glued together so i don't it doesn't make me think too much more it's sort of like oh that's pretty cool but it doesn't leave me in greater awe of lego as much because it's such a i agree the thing. the um they have a huge taxi cab old timey Yellow cab. With working lights, which I thought was cool. Well, I would say, I should say old, old timey, because regular yellow cabs, maybe some people would think would be old timey, but it's like the old school cab and it's, you know, like life size. Um, I, I thought that was pretty cool. Right, like the taxi itself store. might be old timey, yeah. like not Uber. Just yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, exactly. So anyway, I thought that was like a, that was like a cool sculpture to have in a New York store, but. I would say they definitely to what to your to what to what you just said they definitely felt like sculptures rather than this is like a cool thing you could build with Lego. Yeah, somebody like, thought of Lego and yes, it's like built this no, with it. Mm-hmm. It's like four hundred thousand dollars worth of Legos just that you would have to <laughs> buy it, and then let alone actually building it. So yeah, and there were as you go up the stairs, there were some some Broadway sign like it was a little recreation of Broadway, a Lion King sign, and some of the signs were lit up, and there was a big building with firemen climbing and cats on the wall. There, it was sort of neat because they're excited to take take their pictures and sit in the Lego taxi. Although the seats in the taxi were not Lego, and I would think that there would even be a soothing like sitting on the little studs would be kind of a nice acupressure effect, maybe. That could be. And both downstairs and upstairs, there were these, uh, you could buy, make your own minifigs. That's you know how in taxi- jargon for minifigure. You know how like taxi drivers have to have those like back things because like sitting in a comfortable right, chair. Right, right, the rollers, like, sure. Yeah. You could just make a Lego chair for the yes, taxi Yes, yes, yes. It seems like it should definitely be mm-hmm. Lego. There's a lot more. This the sculpture was Maybe we're so not big. A big Lego yet. Yeah, the sculpture was so big that you were almost like, is this even made out of Lego or is this just like Lego gilding? And the minifigure factories, you could make it, you could customize one, you could buy a little minifigure, but not getting your face on it, but you could just put the design on the torso and like put your name on it and get your name on the base and then you would pick out the pieces like, oh, there's a headpiece at is what I want to be for my personal Lego, as well as just putting some minifigs together. Although they were really low on hat and hair pieces, and I wasn't sure. I'm pretty good at finding Lego pieces, I think. And there were other families that were also saying, where are the hat and hair? Because you get little pieces for it. Right. You know, like, were like, like legs, five, torso. You were allowed to get like five different yeah, types. Yes, so one accessory, yeah, one yeah, headpiece, yeah. like a hat or hair. And there was like very few 
hat and hair. The so ratio he, was off. That is weird. The ratio was off. And it was crowded with a lot of adults at the minifigure factories. It definitely wasn't like, oh, I'm just surrounded by all these rugrats putting this together. There was definitely a mix of kids and adults, especially at the minifig. But there was no, other than that, there was no like building area. There wasn't a space where, oh, and I don't know if this is again, like a COVID, like post COVID thing. Like when I went to the pre pandemic Lego store downtown a little bit on off of Madison Square Park, which was the f- their first, there was this area in the back where you could just build with Lego. So you could bring a kid and be just like, oh, let's build. But that doesn't exist here, which seems like we'll talk more about missed opportunities later, but that doesn't. Seems like it should be a part of the experience. Yeah, I thought that was weird. The the mini so the mini fig station is basically like a big circular like vat of Legos and the fun of it is sort of like sorting through for the just the right pieces that you might like to make it for your minifigure. But definitely it was the fun of that is more about like finding the right piece rather than like building Lego. Right, right. It's not building, building. Yeah, exactly. Um but apparently there was there is something called the Brick Lab where you could make reservations for and it's some kind of Lego building experience but also involves some kind of 3D technology where you feel something immersive which is def- something I think you make reservations for and it's $15 for a kid. Adult is free. I just looked this up online which is not like for within the realm of paid kind of store experiences is not so crazy right now. Right. If you look at oh there's this like balloon exhibit thing and it's 40 or 60 dollars there's definitely like with the ice cream factory and the slime factory and things like that these can be kind of exorbitant for 15 dollars they're not like gatekeeping the fun part of lego from the right the regular but you have to but then it's different from just like a store that you pop into and have some kind of fun like then you're getting to the realm of definitely was surprised that you were not able to play with legos at the lego store that felt strange a little strange uh, so, but again, we didn't experience the brick lab. As you said, I didn't even notice, but you said, oh, there was like, I just looked this up now before we started because you said there was a little roped off area. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely felt like that thing where it wasn't like people waiting in line. It was like, if you know about this, you make your reservations ahead of time or something like that. And there's a, a pick and build wall, they call it. So a lot of pieces that you could get, but I wasn't sure. I think you could just, if you needed a specific piece or wanted a specific piece, you could get it from that. And they look cool, but... I, that's not what people were there for. Yeah, it was almost like an afterthought. Like it was just a little separate wall that had um, little bins of all the different piece types. Yeah, it's mostly, the store is mostly sets in boxes in different sections. Like there would be a Ninjago section, a Star Wars section, a Technic section, a Marvel section, a Botanical section. That's relatively new. It's all these flowers, which is kind of a cool idea. Um, Dreams with a Z, which is a show also. Um, and Lego City. And maybe there are a few souvenir kind of exclusives, like things that say Lego New York store or something like that. But it's mostly sets that you could buy at Target or Amazon or Barnes & Noble or other toy stores or things like that. Or they're also, there's a store called Bricks and Minifigs, a chain that sells Lego exclusively but it's not officially a part of lego and one cool thing about that so you might find some current sets but also some retired quote unquote as they say sets so you get a little bit more of a sense of like mystery of like oh there's gonna be a set that is not available anywhere else whereas here so i'm not sure like what again i guess you know people are excited about there was a line it was full but it was mostly just selling 
Lego sets that are available widely. One weird thing is when you go online and you buy sets, it'll say, to look at them, it'll say rare or hard to find. But it's like, well, it's online and I can put it in my cart and buy it. So like, what does hard to find mean? Yeah, that is strange. In this context. That's like MP3s used to say that, you know, but like the songs. And you, so we were there for maybe 20, 15, 20 minutes. Felt like more. Felt like more. And you bolted. You were like, I'm going to go get a cup of coffee. I dipped when, so we can talk about this. This was seems like the real draw of going in store. Uh, in the upstairs, they have basically, so the <laughs> they have the little mini, this is odd because they have the little mini figurine station where you can find all the little parts to make your ideal mini figurine. But then upstairs, you can go on an iPad and just pick <laughs> from all the different possibilities and then just get that. So it's sort of like eliminating, if you like the serendipity of sorting through the bin where they may or may not have the correct ratio of hair pieces, <laughs> uh, you can do that. But then if you just want to get the exact one, then you can just go upstairs to do that. and But that seems to and be... And that's where you talked a little bit, where you can personalize it and have Yeah, that's where you can personalize it. And that seems that seemed very popular, too. Yes. There were a lot of people yes. at that. A lot of people at the station. And then you have to wait. You're sort of, then you're kind of locked in for maybe another 15 minutes. It's It was a little bit complex, right? There's these signs that tell you how to do it. And you can't just, like, go There up. are steps involved. <laughs> There's too many steps. And it felt very, I to me, it was a little alienating. I think for, maybe the kids don't find it that right. way. To me, it was alienating. They were down. You have to wait in line, buy some. Basically, you prepay, and then you get a pass and can go over and log in with your code and make your mini figurine. Um, and it and even the way it was described was a little alienating. It's like step one, like decide that you want to get a personalized minifig, and then it's like step two, head on over to the cash depletion zone. <laughs> and it was like, oh, that's why you call it that. That seems weird. Um, and at that point, it was watching someone on an iPad basically make their own like. We, me, Nintendo, me character or whatever. That, yes. That, that, at that point, I felt like we were going to be there for a little while. Um, yeah. And you were like, I'm out of here. And I was so jealous. <laughs> I was like, okay, well, maybe you could stay or maybe we both can go. They're not going to get into trouble here. It's a Lego store. Yeah. I, yeah. Prob- but it's pro- next to, it's a cool location. We've talked about how there's a lot of, there can be a lot of fun to be had at Rockefeller Center. And it's right next to that little plaza with Atlas. Yeah, there's the Atlas sculpture. It's this little alcove right across the street is St. Patrick's St. Patrick's Cathedral. Such a beautiful view. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's it's set in from the street a little bit on Fifth Avenue. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's, it's a little cozy. bustling, but you're kind of <laughs> out of it. And they, yeah, they have a... <laughs> a part of it apart from, yeah. And they have a little bus. It's like a short little bus or truck uh, or van yeah selling coffee and it's ralph Lauren coffee yes well he ha- he started this within the last i want to say two years but it's probably 12 years this restaurant sort of empire so how was it was it well yes because i was it was funny that you got that and it's cool green like it looks cool like everything that ralph lauren does they th- obviously think a lot about the design yeah like it's gonna have a good look to it that cool little Van, I think they sold yeah pastries and coffee, which I was excited for you to get because I had just read either before or after I'm not sure 
timeline. There's a polo bar, this popular restaurant in Midtown, also part of this Ralph Lauren restaurant world. There's an article about how people thought of money are paying for things that normally you wouldn't think to pay money for, like reservations. And the example at the end of this article was that there was a 5 p.m., maybe 5 or 5.30, but I think it was 5, reservation, like a weekday reservation at the polo bar for $650. Not include This doesn't include the dinner. This is just to secure the reservation at five which is like a new like i know people have started sort of like eating a little bit earlier post-pandemic but not that that's one of those things like you can go to the most exclusive restaurants in new york and they'll be like we're booked and you, if you say what about five they'll say oh, oh yeah. yeah well we still <laughs> thought you were talking about a normal time walk in. <laughs> <laughs> eating at five or five thirty is so undesirable right or ten thirty you're like yeah. oh these are the shoulder times you can get in and then I was like, is that real? And I think they had a couple of examples cause that sounded like, and I do want to do an episode later about shopping for tickets on things like SeatGeek where you'll be, I like just sort of looking like, oh, how popular is this event? What are people paying? What do the seats in different places cost? And there might be tickets for a basketball game or a football game or all within one sort of range. And then it's like, oh, there's this bleacher seat for $17,000. And it has a little red dots. You're like, oh, is that a real thing? Or is somebody just hoping that somebody accidentally buys it but i was wondering about like is this 650 is that is this the market or an outlier or like how amazon would have like oh they're these used books are all like 10 cents then one will be like 722 dollars and there's some weird algorithm prank almost yeah yeah Uh, where did you even read that maybe this was just polo spawn con (laughs) right maybe no it was a it was in the times but was the coffee good I th- it was good. I think it's... You got I a cup of iced coffee. I it was fall, but still iced coffee weather. I think it's La Cologne coffee. Okay. Well, really? I'm surprised that Ralph didn't like... Uh, that makes sense, but it seems like he would just like... Well, like he went on this trip to Colombia and like has... Whatever the word is for... He sourced his own Yeah, beans. sourced and created his own bean. Yeah, like a Jay Peterman kind of. Yes. <laughs> um... Yeah, I'm not sure actually. They had little can you could buy cans of coffee and those were La Cologne. And okay. it could be that La Cologne makes those cans that they have their own branded version of that. Or so it may not be that all their coffee is La Cologne, but I just assume right. that they But were this both. was I think this is a sign that like we just were so like it was a store experience where we were so happy to just be outside in the space right next to the store. Which is like, oh yes, and again, but if obviously it's just like one of the most sort of stunning vistas looking at this spectacular church. And I would and having a really good cup of coffee that you didn't have to pay six hundred and fifty dollars for. <laughs> yeah, it was not a six hundred and fifty dollar cup of coffee. Um, I would say that the store, despite its great location, does not have the store does not have like sweeping views. It feels very like windowless. Right. I think there is like there are like right. I don't a think, cu- yes maybe a I'll, couple windows uh-huh. but like uh I I know that the entrance is like there's not a big window uh facing Fifth Avenue so that's partly you don't have that feeling mm-hmm. of when you're in the store like I'm in a store in Rockefeller Center it could be anywhere right one of the cool things about the Nintendo store is there's this huge screen that you could test play the games on and if you there was a, it was sort of translucent and you could see the plaza behind it. So let's think about, yeah, so what were some missed opportunities? Because I have some thoughts on things that the Lego store could have done that maybe they didn't do. Well, you were mentioning that you went to, when the Lego store had a 
was just around the corner in Rockefeller Center by the where the more closer to the rink where the little fountains are. Yeah, that location I feel like it had and you thought it was more fun. It was more fun. It had it had the feeling of the win- it had a lot of w- windows and so like before you even go in the store. I do remember. I feel like I did st- Yeah, and it was like you see the, you know, and it was the same type of stuff, but rather than like huge sculptures, it was like it was more like Lego landscapes. I remember, I think Harry Potter was like they had just maybe signed the deal to do tie-ins with that, so it was like Hogwarts or something like that. But but either way, it wasn't like a massive sculpture of a tree or a cab. It was like a landscape and a castle, and you had the feeling of you know that you're never actually going to build that, but you feel like you could. Like you're like if I got really into maybe I got really into Lego, and I'll build something like this myself. That that was definitely the feeling that you got. Like it got your, you know, creative impulses going right. where you're like, "Oh, this is these are some of the things you can do if you're really into Lego," which felt cool. And then and you could see it even from outside the store and then you go in and the it was like much more free-flowing area designed around these kind of set pieces. And, and so that felt like a really great way to like showcase what like the whole deal with Legos is. And this store did not have that. No, no. And one other thing I thought they could, could have had is a, something like a library. You probably don't own any of these, but they have character encyclopedias that are, they usually come with one minifig and have like, there's a, I think maybe stuff like a DC one and a Marvel one and a couple of star Wars ones, I think. And it has profiles of, Whole, not even ex- all of them, but a bunch of the minifigs from that from that world, and is done with a wit. And it, this is a thing that the store didn't make me like love Lego more. And I do really like Lego, but these books do like it's all these close up shots of these minifigs and funny jo- like kind of geeks out on them a little bit. Like, oh, this was like here are the ten different penguins that they've used, and how oh, here's the only one where you can't see through his monocle to the eye beneath like little <laughs> like that or like oh this hairpiece was used once before in the seinfeld set and just like these little things that like it's almost even if you're not into it like it's just sort of like oh that's an interesting piece of trivia and it's there's also a wit to it like there's a henchman one like that oh here's a joker and here's joker's henchman one and it's like well what else you know he couldn't really have done much else with his life after all what kind of mother names her kid henchman one he was destined for a life of crime. But yeah. there's a certain, and just like, oh, he has the stubble of a career criminal, like making fun of his idea, how they always use stubble to indicate crime. But it's really just like paging through the book makes me like, oh, like it makes me both think more positively about whatever the subject is, like the Marvel or Star Wars, and also makes me more excited about Lego. So I thought, oh, some kind of like, like there's so many good books and they w- didn't have them in this, in the store. Yeah, that's interesting. I do. I agree that um, despite not having seen any of the apparently, according to your son, ninety nine episodes of Ninjago Part One, th- there, there's definitely a recognizable voice to Lego. Like, yes, sort of yes. like witty, a little bit sarcastic, well, vibe, yeah. humor to their Lego world, mm-hmm. and that was very much invisible at the store. Yes, and one set like there's a. Bro Thor, I'll put a link to this on the show page if we have one of those. There's a Bro Thor new Asgard set. I haven't even seen the movie The Infinity Saga, but 
apparently Thor bros out. And so it's just this room where they're all there's all these pizza boxes. They're kind of letting themselves go. And the set comes with, I think, seven pizza boxes. And there's just pizza scattered throughout and game controllers scattered throughout. And little, what's you call them, Easter eggs. Like, you wouldn't, under the couch, there's a cookie. So you only see it if you take the couch, lift it up. But there's a little cookie <laughs> piece <laughs> under the couch. It's like, oh, like that kind of, right. That sort of voice and wit that comes through in so much Lego wasn't there. And it's not like the show, the store was serious, obviously, but it didn't play up that sense, that particular sense of witty wonder. Yeah, definitely. I And this is, I almost, I can't even remember if it was like, I feel like it's a false memory, like I dreamed it or something, but I feel like at the old Lego store, it was filled like bins of just Lego, sorted by color, and you could just fill up a mm-hmm. bag of them, and you, it was basically... You know, I think that you paid by the pound or the bag well, or something, but it was one of those things where you were just supposed to have fun grabbing, scooping Legos right. and getting Legos, and you were just excited about getting Legos. They weren't like, it wasn't about making a ton of money or whatever. Right. Back when Lego was in it, just for the, no, <laughs> no, the store experience. Okay, right. I right. remember. Like within, right. It's just like being there is enough, just like it's a, a Lego world, right? That you can walk into. Yeah, yeah. Than a it was store. A, like the sets, obviously, like, but the, this was a thing where it was almost like, Hey, while you're here, just make sure before you leave, just get a bag of Legos. Like that's what that's part of the fun of this. Uh-huh, uh-huh. They even had employees and they had brooms sweeping up. Were they Lego brooms? Because that's one of my favorite pieces. <laughs> they were normal brooms because it was like literally just bin after bin after bin, like a candy store with scoops, and you would just be scooping Legos. And there were kids running around, and there was Legos everywhere, all over the floor. And I get now why, as I'm saying it out loud, <laughs> why they had to stop doing this. And also you're unclear on whether you actually dreamt this. Yeah, it also might not have been real. But I'm pretty sure that that was a short-lived part of the Lego story experience that no longer exists. Okay. Uh, yeah, and a few other, I thought maybe something like the Nintendo store had with the history, something that gives you like that sense of awe about this company maybe here lego minifigs through the years and again there's so many great so many great shows of associated with lego that you could have what if you had a screening area but the seats would be made of like we're talking about earlier lego and it would show maybe a montage of lego masters of ninjago of these and again this is just like a moonshot i'm just throwing stuff out there this might not be viable or make sense but something we're like oh this is really this makes this special like worth waiting in line for yeah, a hot coal walk for corporate team Love building. Love the hot coal walk for hot team build, corporate team building. Future, future, what, CEOs? Should we get to our card score? Yeah, I think so. Why don't you go first? I would go first. Okay, so I'm a fan of Lego. I didn't, yeah, I wanted to, I when you left, I was very jealous. I started crying. I did have fun, but I would have had fun. Like, it definitely was a limited sense of fun and it didn't make me feel worse about lego but i wanted to be elevated in my sense of lego and so 2.75 maybe because again i liked it but the fact that i really wanted to leave and it should be the kind of place that you just sort of want to stay and maybe if we went on a day where it were wasn't as crowded and you felt like you could sort of like wander freely. Even the tactile. Yeah, like you were talking about this idea of like you could just like even reaching your hand. And there were some like globes of bricks that were high up. Even just like feeling a lot of Lego of the same shape is such a... Mostly for like 
all these missed opportunities that I think they could have done to give Lego the... And maybe it's tough that there are 100 stores, so they can't give that much attention to them all. But there, I feel like there are some missed opportunities here. Yeah, I agree. Uh, my card score, I'm going to give it one and a half. Uh, Whoa. I feel like it's... I did not find it to be a pleasing shopping experience. I right. do think that if you are into Lego and you're in Midtown and you're looking for something to do for 15 or 20 minutes, like, that it makes sense. That it makes sense. You pop in, make well, a minifig. Maybe, well, we didn't go, because we had limited time, but we didn't go to, there's an FAO Schwartz that has risen from the dead also in Rockefeller. And yeah. I'm really curious, because it's presumably, just like the Nintendo store had a Lego section, and presumably FAO Schwartz has a Lego section. And I wonder... Like if I were saying like, oh, you got 15 to 20 minutes, kids, you want to do something toy related. And I guess we have to go there to see, but I would, I don't know if maybe that would even be a better bet. Yeah, that could be. That, yeah, that's the other thing. It's like, if you only have 15 minutes and you're in Rockefeller <laughs> Center, yeah, I don't know. Get a cup of coffee, enjoy the view, look at- Get uh, a slice of aces. Yeah. Uh, you know, just do some people watching. Ice skate. Enjoy the St. Patrick's Cathedral. Yeah, don't- don't go upstairs and go on an iPad and personalize a mini figurine. Right? That makes sense. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. Uh, that music means we're out of time. This has been Full Carts, podcast about shopping experiences. I'm Andy. I'm Devin. See you and next time. Yeah. Thanks for listening.